Aaron, Christopher Ramsdale, Kieran Tierney, Gabriel de Santos, Margahales, Robert Samuel Holding, Benjamin William White, Callum Chambers. Bravo, gentlemen. Bravo. What a defensive display. Last time I saw a defensive display like that, Sean was holding two cream cakes and I was at her like a rhino. Anyway, welcome to ABW Live, the bin dipping scumbag zero, the Arsenal zero. With me tonight to celebrate this non-loss is the Femster. You right, mate? How you doing, guys? Good to be on. Um, was expecting the worst. Pleasantly surprised with the better. Pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Might be a slight understatement. And also with us at last is the reason why we're late. It's Nick from Norwich. I'll do there, my old boot. Well, Danny and Femi, how are you boys doing after today's game? I am I'm quite happy, especially now that I found out that you're not shy of the camera. You're looking down at the thing that your monitor. I always thought you didn't want to look. Go on, just for once. Give the give the, the boys and girls at home a little wink. <laughs> oh, he's a cheeky boy. <laughs> right, let's uh right, let's say like the first few people in the chat is Winston. They will be shattered for the Spurs game. Uh Paul Nell, lads. Uh, Ray Anderson, wow, what a performance. What else have we got then? William Moore. Chambers was actually decent tonight. Should be ahead of Cedric in the pecking order. I'd put myself ahead of Cedric. Avon Teddington. Just wanted to make a point regarding Xhaka. Before the avalanche, he got sent off for an offence that no player committing the same offence or worse in the case of Everton got a red card for. Very true. And shortened numbers. Michael Oliver would have given Xhaka four red cards if he had to. Uh, what other names have we got here? Ah, oh, Kevin, excellent spirited performance. That tube full, great fight, but that took a lot out of the team. When is it going to be enough for Xhaka? He costs us more than his good name, his good games give us. Who else is in there? Daniel is there. Woo-hoo, boys. Guess Klopp's cheat mode had an error tonight. Um, anyone else? Sai is there. I was so pissed off that I couldn't see the match after Xhaka's red. Did miss a good game. Or was it park the bus? I'd say it's a little bit of both. Uh, Femi, um, what do you think to the game? Apart from not muting yourself. Look at that schoolboy school jacker error. There. <laughs> 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 um, no, apart from, um, yeah, I, I wasn't too pleasant, too happy going into the game because of all the shenanigans that were pulled before the game. Um, but like you said, you know, just just a, a good rear guard performance with some parts of bits of quality in there as well going forward, um, surprisingly. Um, I was honestly, like, whenever you go to Anfield, you're always these days expecting an avalanche, you know, but we, we, we hung on in there. Even at the beginning when they, they, when it was 11 versus 11, you know, they weren't creating much even then, to be fair, so... That's my overall thought. Well, I'm sure we'll go into more bits and bobs as we flow into the game. We will indeed. Nick, what was your initial thoughts of the, the result? And uh, are you as happy as a giddy kitten? Oh, yeah. I mean, especially after Xhaka's red card, I'd have took a draw all day long. Actually, I'd have took getting away with, you know, getting done too now at least. But, yeah, pretty happy with that. And I'm just so glad that they didn't crumble that they have done Previously, maybe it means they're learning from their mistakes. Like obviously, because um, obviously, Xhaka got sent off against City and we ended up conceding five. And today he got sent off again and we didn't concede any. So that's obviously an improvement. Trust the process. It is indeed trusting the process and things are working out very nice. Has uh, any more people, new names joined us in? Oh, look at Sai. Your message has been up there the whole time while I've been doing some tweets. Uh, Mr. Waffles says, ahoy, young, uh, fast, scientific. That's an interesting name. Jack has got to be the biggest village idiot in the world. Stream Elements is there, just doing what it does. Joshua Page, that's what playing for the badge means. Absolutely immense. Very true, Josh. Uh, Phil Macca, evening ladies. J-Rob, uh, some game chaps. It was indeed. Loki's there, evening all. Davidson. Jack out, Wilshire in for the North London 
Derby, Arthur also, and also Vlahovic as well. Uh, Carl is saying, get on with it. Sorry, Carl. Uh, Carl's not here to tell me to get on with it, so it's not happening. Super dibbly dibbly oh. dong dong. Uh, howdy. Uh, anyone else? Uh, read some more in a minute. I'm going to go down to... Oh, I'm going to leave it on our mate Steph. Just leave it on there. If you're wondering where Femi's gone, yeah, I think he may be invaded by small children or busy building his new we've got a new monitor people. Oh, this is a happy chap. Right, uh, I haven't made many notes for this game because there wasn't really many drastic things to talk about. But um, Femi, from the start, very attacking start from both sides. Were you surprised to see Arsenal being so attacking? And make sure you're not muted. So aggressive. We were really aggressive in our in our press at the front, um, just like against Man City. So, um, you know, we, we, we I expected us to sit back and, you know, like we did when we had 10 men. But no, we, we were really pressing them when they had the ball, which is, I'm sure Liverpool, like Man City, are not used to, <clears throat> used to teams doing that to them. You know, we could go up and aggressively press their fullbacks. So that's how we, you know, started the game, which kind of gave them, you know, a few breakaways, but nothing <laughs> of major. I was just about to say no breakaways of major, but <laughs> then I remember the red card. But yeah, we, we started, um, you know, quite well. There was a period of about five minutes that we were, you know, under the cosh, but, you know, nothing major. Ramsdale didn't have to make a save in that period at all it was just you know Anfield noise and pressure to be fair so there you go indeed Nick what did you think about the initial start of the game did you expect us just to go out there and defend and crumble or were you uh, pleasantly surprised about the fact that we went out there and were giving it to them until when Xhaka went off uh, we were playing fantastically I thought there was even a chance on the counter attack with Martinelli or Saka we might even have got a goal yeah, I think up to that point, I think we were actually started well. I think we were the better side. And yeah, I mean, we've got to stop showing these teams too much respect. You know, we've, I mean, remember years ago under Wenger, we basically showed them no respect at all. And I think that was, you know, probably one of the reasons we got done so many times. But you've obviously you've got to get the balance right. But you can't, even without Salah and Marnie and people like that, you can't just sit back against Liverpool and just like let them have the ball because they they will break you down. You've got to, you've got to go at them. You can't just sit back and defend the whole game and hope to get the odd counter attack goal. We're not set up for that. That is quite true. Um, oh, they're asking where the jocker meter is. There's no official jocker meter yet, James. It's coming. Got to get job. Take some lovely photos. Right, the next note I've got for me is uh, Cedric off for Chambers hurt his right side near his hip. If people didn't see the game, explain to him what happened. Um, he seemed to get a little knock on his on his hip, didn't he? First, and then he went down, got back up. I don't know if he got a second knock or if they replayed the same knock that he got. But someone was telling me that he's he's had a history of hip problems. I'm not sure how true that is. I'll probably need to look at his his injury um, record or whatever, but someone said that he's got a record of, of hip injuries, but to be honest, <laughs> this is not being bad, but I think that helped us massively. <laughs> and you know what? I think one of the things that also helped us was when you're, and this is a point for the Premier League, when you're in the Premier League, you'll make three changes having to make a change early kind of just ruins, you know, one of your changes, doesn't it? But because you can make five, it, it still kind of gives you options. And for me, got to say on, on Sunday, I'm not arguing back to Sunday, but on Sunday, he was, he was shocking to be honest. And I think it, it kind of helped us a little bit, that injury. I don't like players. I'm not advocating for players getting injured, but you know, I think we need to. <laughs> he can he can be out for a while. It, it's a shame we're 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 basically running out of players, isn't it? Otherwise, we can we can do with some players just taking some time out. It is very strange because we've gone so long into the season with hardly any injuries. I'm just looking at um, Suarez's injury history: 13 injuries going back to his days at Sporting Lisbon. He had a bruised hip in May 2013. Other than that, it's all been for groin, ankle, calf, knee, nasal, calf. So um, if it, unless it's some, maybe something we've not heard about. Um, right, where was I? Um, Nick, my next point. 
Gabriel, the <laughs> 11th minute, Gabriel tries to kill one of their players in the centre circle and gets away with it. Then Liverpool attack, and as Ramsdale clears the ball, it hits Henderson, and Ramsdale is in trouble. That uh, was uh, a couple of times tonight. Ramsdale was a little bit um, Almunia-ish, wasn't he? Still brilliant. Oh, yeah, still brilliant. Yeah, he did seem to want to play, what was it, sweeper-keeper, but maybe a bit too much than what we needed him to. But that's the only thing. He's, he's been doing really well since we signed him. And it's really good that he's full of confidence and playing well. But we don't want him to get overconfident and then just turn to arrogance and then make an absolute stupid mistake. And especially with Zach, um, Jack going to be out the side, you know, we, we don't need anyone putting their hands up to be the next Arsenal Boo boy, do we? That's very true. Um, Ray is asking about a nasal injury, so I'm going to put what it says there in our chat. Nasal bone fracture. Sorry, I had that in June 2020, which is a uh, which is always a nice thing to do. Um, Femi, were you worried at any point today with Ramsdale because he did, didn't? He was still brilliant, but a couple of times, especially in the second half, he was up and he went for a little bit of a wander, didn't he? Especially right near the end. Yeah, I think. Um... As I said, and Alan Smith pointed out in the commentary, he is, we've got to remember that he is still, even though experienced, quite a young goalkeeper. And I, I, I kind of, I'll be honest with you, I expected him to make a lot more mistakes this season than he has. He's, he's really, and to me, like at some one in the first five minutes, I must have just overlooked the team sheet because I didn't even know he was playing. I thought for sure Leno was playing tonight. So that's another thing you got we got to talk about that. Leno is basically not even the, the cop keeper now because Arteta took the game that seriously. And with us being out of the FA Cup, that's Leno done for the season, mm. isn't he? To be honest. Yeah. So that's it. Leno's done. He's probably played his last game for Arsenal at, at Nottingham Forest because I can't see how he's going to displace Ramsdale. Um, you know, Ramsdale's barely put a foot wrong, to be honest. So that's, that's Leno out of the door. And, you know, Ramsdale was, he seemed a bit nervous at some points um, this evening, but he, he generally, he, he, he still commands his area much better than, than Burnt Leno does. Even though Burnt Leno's an excellent shot stopper, the command of the area, the the command of the defence and and distribution, Ramsdale is is really helps the team with that a lot. Plus, all he's shouting and screaming, and uh, yeah, it's, it's just oh, it's just an absolute joy to see to see. What well, Rudy has come up with a quote. I've scanned it, Rudy. Make sure you're not telling me porky pies. Um, um, ben White on Xhaka, if Xhaka's red card was deserved, an actual quote, people. I don't know. He's looking at the ball and he doesn't know where the man is, but if it, but it is what it is and the boy's done well. That's a little bit um, stereotypical football quote. Uh, Nick, any thoughts on Leno and uh, Ramsdale? Do you agree with Femi that that's probably the last, um, the Nottingham Forest game is probably the last one he'll ever play for Arsenal? Well, maybe. I mean, I don't think we'll get rid of him this month. I think he'll definitely stay until at least the summer. Is Because I think, has he got one year left after that? Or is he on a... I think he's got one year left. But, I mean, you don't know. I mean, it, I'm glad he did because, um, obviously, Liverpool dropped their cupkeeper and played Alice. And I think that's his... They said that was his first ever appearance in the League Cup. Was, yeah. Tonight as well, so... Yeah, I mean, think if Liverpool are in the position where they're thinking, well, this could be our only chance for a cup, and you're in the semi-finals, why, why wouldn't you, you know, pick your best team? I don't, you know, when we were in like all the competitions, Champions League starting up, and we had like, you know, especially under Wenger when we had like this time every year we had like major injuries throughout the squad and so many players I, I kind of understood him rotating players and stuff like that and trying to keep the keeper warm but there's especially now we're at the FA Cup there's no there's no need to rest anyone is there he didn't really look bored he was sat on the bench today chewing away sat next to Eddie both of them with a face like a smacked ass. his contract expires June 2023 so we'll be off in the summer. Got another quote from Rudy. White on the tactical confusion with the setup change after the red car. We were just trying not to concede. It's hard enough to come here with eleven men and to get one cent off straight away is not good, but it was absolutely superb from everybody today. Lovely. Um 
Showtime there uh, says credit to Arteta for the changes. Got it right this time, Femi. Do you agree with that? He did. He did. Um, I was. Um, I was surprised. <laughs> Obviously, uh, I'm sure we'll go through the after the red card. Yeah, I was surprised with the changes. Um, but yeah, we we he definitely got it right. But let's be honest, Arteta is very good at organising a team. That's one thing we cannot fault him for <laughs> in his time here. He can organise and drill the team, especially defensively. It's going the other way that mm, we still need to see more of. But defensively, since day one, he's been able to drill them. Um, I agree with that completely, yes. Uh, John Cronin says that's a great result for Xhaka. His last ever game for us v Liverpool. Liverpool have the away goal advantage. Uh, come on, you glorious guns. I think there's no away goal advantage in the League Cup, Fem. Or Nick, there is you no, know no, there's no away goal advantage. Before, uh, it used to be extra time away goal advantage, but they took that away as well. Remember when they had the silver goal and the golden goal? What a load of nonsense that was. <laughs> that won the World Cup once. Um, I got uh, Phil Macca's. Hey, Spain won the World Cup with that, didn't they? I'm I'm terrible with my memory. Uh, Phil (laughs) Macca has given us uh, a quote here, late boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. You let me know if you think it's real. Arteta confirmed, "quote At halftime, we let every player kick Jack in the nuts, and that inspired us for the second half." Uh, Is that the truth, Nick? Do you think that really happened? Um, If I had to put money on it, I would say no. <laughs> uh, another quote from Arteta speaking to Sky. They showed great fight and determination. They never gave up to do what they've done today. They deserve great credit. We played that the game that we had to play. Yes. And um, what's Carl put here? Oh, we are definitely getting Spurs game cancelled. Arteta confirming we have more injuries. <laughs> That'd be good. Nice rest before the home leg against them. Uh uh, Robert Owen says, I take back all the negative presumptions I had about Ramsdale when he joined. Well done. Julio Salmondo, oh, I think he's in the Atlantic at the moment in a dinghy making an escape. He said, I hope it gets cancelled, Carl. To be honest, we're going to be knackered. Um, I don't There's more chance of you playing up front in that game getting cancelled on Sunday, Danny. Yeah, probably. Um, one more quote here from Rudy before we move on. White on the difference in the performance tonight compared to Sunday versus Forest. He said, I think that's football. Some days it's your day and some days it isn't. And today was it. I like that. Right, next um, bit, Nick. Um, Femi, going to move to you next. Uh, 18th minute, pot shot from Lacazette. That was quite close. Do you remember that bit? Oh, yeah, from uh, long distance shots. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was a good idea. Uh, terrible execution, but yeah, he saw the it definitely saw the keeper off his line, yeah. and it's it's good to see like is it having a shot to be honest. He, he barely ever has a shot, but yeah, no, it was a, it's a good idea, um, from distance. But mm, yeah, here we go, Nick. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. 23rd minute, Nick. Ah, Xhaka off. That's all I've put. Do you want to do you want to describe what happened, or are you not able to? Do, do you need someone? Do you need someone to hold your hand? Yeah, he might hold my hand because I was watching it and I was like, it sort of went into slow motion when uh, the long sort of cross or just long ball came in. And I was just watching and I was like, oh, is that Ben White running with him? I was like, no, that's Shaka. <laughs> oh my God, don't do it. And then he did it. And then he just, oh, I don't know. I mean, I think we can all agree that probably was a red card because one, that's Shaka. And so, I mean, initially I thought he kicked him like a lot lower than he did, but then I watched a replay on Twitter and I actually saw where the contact was. And I'm like, yeah, Xhaka did a Xhaka. And, you know, all these rules that they have for when people do straight red cards, like um, Mane a few weeks ago, oh, it was only the sixth second of the game. So we didn't want to ruin the game and stuff like that. Obviously, we know basically anything after 20 minutes, uh, referees do want to ruin the game and send players off. And yeah, and I think that'll be because that's his second straight red. So we get a four match ban now. Is that right? Well, that's, that's according, what happens. according to Sky, he was sent off for denying a goal scoring opportunity. So, so he's a one mm. game ban plus one for second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because so I wasn't sure because I mean, 
denying a goal scoring opportunity, probably, but I don't know whether they'll put that's that what they're, That's what they've been told, that guy, that he yeah. was sent off for. But, I mean, I remember at half-time you had um, Carragher going, obviously that's a straight red, obviously that's a straight red, you can't raise your foot that high, even though, like, straight away, um, Twitter were on to him when, um, can you remember when Mane got sent off for um, wiping out, I want to say, Edison in the Man City game and ended up losing 5-0? And he actually took him at head height, and apparently that wasn't a red card. So it's, it's, it's really difficult, but... Jack has done a Jacker in he? and we said this a few weeks ago when he came back, he's gonna do something. And he did. He just and we're lucky we didn't get absolutely humped, to be honest. Fair man, did you see the uh the the Jacker incident? Do you think he it was hard done at all? Do you think being Jacker um helped uh, towards the red card? I think it made no difference. I think he was actually lucky that it wasn't a straight red for um <laughs> For the violent tackle that he put yeah, in. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> I, think I he's sent very you a picture lucky, of the yeah. thing, Danny, on Twitter, the, the contact where his foot yeah. was. Yeah, you have. He's I sent yeah. you a picture on the Twitter DM. Because yeah. that's okay. what the replay, that's what showed why I thought, yeah, that's that's why I, I mean, if Femi says it was for denying a goal score. No, they, they, they said, yeah, it's for denying a. So he's oh. lucky that he's only getting a one. Yeah, because I, yeah. I thought that was a. Straight red film, yeah, yeah. you know, violent conduct or whatever they violent, violent conduct, yeah, yeah, no, he's reckless lucky, or whatever yeah. they call it because violent conduct would have been a like you said, a four game ban for him, yeah. but he gets a, a two game ban, so, so he still missed Spurs and then the replay, don't he? Yeah, to be honest with you, um, what, yeah. That's yeah, he's lucky to be fair. I mean, in real time as well, that's just a horrible tackle. I mean, if if someone did that to to let's say Saka, we would be up in arms. That's just mm. the way we you have to look at it sometimes. Um, I think that looks like handball to me, actually. Not not a red card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? I was. I, I was... will get you a job on VAR, Danny. You do well. <laughs> Thanks. I was I was a couple of weeks ago saying that this guy's going to be our captain again, and I'm just like I'm so done with him. I'm sorry. I, I I'm like you know. I think Paul Merson made a quote at halftime, didn't he? He said this guy, whenever he plays for Arsenal, he's a flipping liability. But when he doesn't play for Arsenal, Arsenal miss him. So it's <laughs> like you, you can never know what to make of him. But for me, number one, there's there's a few reasons why we just have to move on from this the referees have marked his card now let's just be honest he's done in english football anything he does i remember there was a, a, few, a couple of games ago i can't remember who we were playing but there was like a little argy bargy in the in the middle and he got a yellow card and the commentator said well don't know what happened there but if in doubt just book Jacka." And I yeah, said, that was his first game back against Everton. And I said, you know what? That's just the way there is for him now. Anything he does is just book Xhaka or send Xhaka off. His card is marked. He's done it as long as far as referees in the Premier League are concerned. Secondly, he doesn't help himself. I, I'm trying to count. I wish I could go somewhere and count how many penalties and red card that Xhaka has given away and had since he's been at Arsenal. And it's never... Red cards, if you want. 232 games for Arsenal, 62 yellows, no second yellows, five straight reds. Five straight reds. That's insane. Even Vieira in 400 games <laughs> only got three straight reds. That's insane. Yeah, five straight reds. We were talking about this a few pods ago, weren't we, Danny, when we said Vieira was like that in his early 20s, you know, rash and was, you know, hot-headed. But he grew up. By you know, Jack is was he twenty nine now? Yeah. So if he's if he's not going to stop doing that by now, he's never going to stop doing it. And like like Femi said, that the ref's never going to look at it and think, all right, that's a yellow card, but that's five minutes into the game, I'll just give him a talking to. No, Jack is never going to get any benefit of the doubt when it comes to any cards, is he? No, no. <laughs> and 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 then what you've got is you've just got a liability of a player who just doesn't. And, and the way I'm, I'm sorry to say the way we expose him sometimes, I, it, why is he always the player chasing back at that? In the same against Man City. How does he end up being the player that is in that position all the time? 
And it's just like, oh, I can just, it's just like memories of just penalties and red cards. And it's always at important moments. It's never in a dead rubber or a game that we, we you know, it, that the result doesn't matter. It's always, he gets sent off at an important moment. He gives away a penalty. Brighton in Emery's uh, Champions League, remember that? Champions League season, he gives away a penalty. Uh, Crystal Palace, when we were 2-0 up and we drew 2-2, he was gave away a penalty. It's always at these important moments that he, he always seems to do that. It's like, can't... Oh, I don't know, man. It's 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 crazy. It's sad. It never seems to does it, Femi, where he's taken one for the team. He just no. seems to be out of position or just completely balls it up. It's not like, you know, we're like a minute to go in stoppage time and someone's through and he'll just wipe someone out on the halfway line and take a yellow card or whatever and just, you know, like similar to what was it against Man City last week when I think we were 2-1 down at the time, but uh, one of their players just wiped us out in the halfway line, got booked, and he just laughed at the goalkeeper. It's never anything like that with Xhaka, is it? It isn't. Um <clears throat> Nick, what do you think to uh, uh, Ray Anderson's point here? Uh, where was Gabriel and Kieran Tierney? And maybe even where was um, Ben White? Because they kind of should have been covering, shouldn't they? Yeah, I mean, I think that was Gabriel's and um, Tierney's side. Because I think Ben White, I mean, someone was saying earlier he wasn't the last man because Ben White was sort of level with him. If he was a centre-half, he was, you know where he should have been. But I think that was the same against the, with the Man City penalty where he was covering for um, Kieran Tierney. But, you know, how it is now with, um, you know, full-backs bombing forwards, they can't all of a sudden be 40, 50 yards back, you know, as a defender. That is That just is what it is. You, that, you, you know, if you're going to gamble and have wingers back, you know, do that, You that's the sort of how it's always going to be, and. That's been like that for quite a, quite a while. What do you think, Fem? No, I'm just looking at the comment from um, Roy Anderson. Is it where he's saying that um, Ben White was covering because White and White was the last man? Yeah, but I think it's the fact that the player was through on goal, whether White was yeah. covering or not. <laughs> he, he, he was literally one touch away from having a, a shot. Basically, you cannot just wipe players out yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's interpretation that's either last man and yeah, or I, think, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think that's both that's like and or yeah, yeah. because obviously if Shaka hadn't kicked him he could have had a shot at goal exactly which is like, like I said you just have to look at your team and say if that was against one of Saka or Martinelli we would be up in arms If it, so he's got no excuses he has to hold his hand up apologise on the way back tonight um, on the coach and I'm sure we'll, we'll never see an apology on Twitter or anything from Jack. He will never apologise. It is what it is. Um, we can't do without him, unfortunately, but... Sure, surely he deleted all his social media accounts four or five years ago. He just couldn't no, put up with any still, of that stuff. He's still there. He's still there. Is he? And it's like, yeah, it's, do you know what's the biggest shame about that is? It's that the fact that party is missing... And this was the most important time that we needed Xhaka. And he's literally taken that piece off of the table for us. We are stuck, basically, without him. And when 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 we, you know, AFCON was coming and all of this, we kind of knew it. We knew we were short of midfielders. I'm not going to talk about the Maitland-Niles thing. I'm sure you guys can talk about it on the podcast edition. But you, you, you cannot be in a position where now... The whole time, basically, that party is gone, Jack is just not there because, fair enough, for COVID, but now because he's basically taken himself out of being picked, basically, and now we don't have a senior central midfielder when we were already short. So we've got no Ernie, no party, no Xhaka now, and that's it. There's nothing we can do. Yeah, I was thinking we can't even put Chambers in the midfield now because if some Cedric is injured... And Tommy Ashu, I'm not sure if he was COVID and injured or a bit of both. So if he's, he's not going to be yeah, there, so we can't. We haven't even got the, you know, backup backup option of putting him in the midfield. Well, I think we've actually someone said only got 14 senior players, maybe 13 now, fully fit. 
got a quote here from Rudy that he did a little bit earlier talking about that, Femi. He says, Arteta, we came here and we were missing nine or ten players already. We don't know what to expect the next day, so we cannot use that as an excuse. Is that a sly little dig at Klopp? I mean, all of this calling games off stuff is just... I just don't understand what you need to do to get a game called off. Everton cancelled three of their last five. Leicester played on Saturday and cancelled a game on Wednesday or Tuesday or whatever. You know, so we're now... We're the only club who are just playing by the rules or the normal rules, basically. We're literally... uh, uh, You know, we're one more injury away from playing... Pablo Mari up front, basically. That, that's where we are right now. I still now. don't think we've had a game called off. <laughs> we haven't. Because of us. That's always been yeah. the other it was, players. Uh, yeah. like the start Liverpool. of the season when we had, what was it, eight players with COVID. And I don't know if it was COVID and injuries, but I know we had eight players out for the first three games and they just said, get on with it. And it's just hard to know what are the rules when it comes down to Because I remember... I was reading a bit up and they were saying there was a team in League One where they only had seven players and they said, well, can we call the game off? And they said, no, recall your loan players. They went back to them. Well, we've recalled one loan player. All of our other loan players have also got COVID. So I think they put a 14-year-old kid in goal and they actually played the game got absolutely humped. I'm like, so how does, what, you know, I don't understand how they can let some people basically cancel the games and also where's the proof that these teams have got COVID because I would say with the Liverpool thing how do you get all that like they had about 30 players tested positive for COVID and then the day after oh no that was all false positives now they can play I don't understand what I mean they're not going to tell us what the rules are I mean we don't know what half the rules are on the pitch let alone behind the scenes with stuff like COVID you know postponements and stuff like that but I don't know. Yes, uh, another quote here from Rudy. I do like these, Rudy. Um, don't do too many, though, because people might get angry at me. Arteta on the second leg, Nick. We're going to need a great atmosphere at the Emirates and put a really game, put a really, really game there to try and get to the final. Um, let's talk a little bit about the final. Um, do you think we can make the final, Nick? Well, we can do. We can beat anyone over one game, and we're usually better at home than what we are away so why not I mean like I said another week anything could happen they could have you know two or three players out injured with COVID I mean so could we you know like Femi said we might end up having Pablo Mari up front and then he could score a hat-trick but I doubt it How about you Fem? what do you think? We can we can we're, we're, we're quite strong at home um atmosphere like um, Arteta said but yeah why not why not we can do it <laughs> uh, people in the chat let us know if uh, um, oh here we go this is uh, all the best guys can I participate with you talking about the Arsenal thanks Mohammed. Uh we have so many people here at ABW we, um, maybe on a transfer deadline day uh, at the moment there's a, there's, I think there's 12 or 13 of us, and uh, well, you take Chris out of that because Chris is always, always buggering off to, uh, to um, do talk French football. Right, I was getting a little bit distracted there. Where were we? Um, ah, VJ is there. VJ, hello, mate. Are you all right? Um, Arteta on the North London. Here we go. Avon's done one. Um, uh, Arteta on the North London derby. I don't know. It, a possibility in every game from our side and from the opponent's side because the amount of issues that everybody is having. I think there might have been a message before that. So I think that's talking about whether the game's going to be cancelled. Um, we're a little bit all over the place here because there's so many of you in the in the chat. Uh, as Steph says, exactly, Femstar. It, it is disgraceful. Uh, <laughs> Loki says maybe Xhaka dislikes holidays. Uh, Noza agrees for a massive dig at Klopp, if you ask me. Cheers, Noza. I'm glad you agree. Ah, so does uh, Winston agrees. And where else are we down to read a few more of your comments? It's uh, it's a polite thing to do. Just as we decided to play by the rules, the refs seem to have um, seem to have appreciated that, appreciated that. I'm not sure what that word's meant to be. 
it's just like FFP all over again, isn't it? We're the only ones playing by the bloody rules. Um, ah, here we go. Mr. Waffles said, hit the hit like, you feckless layabouts. I think that sums sums you all up. Fluff Rodriguez. Bloody hell, that is a poor name. If ever I've seen one. We're going to rip them apart at home. Um, Suz says, Xhaka was at fault, but the other side is is he was he was beat Jota comes down with the ball and he probably scores. Worked at like Suarez in the World Cup. Yeah, do you think if he wouldn't have got sent off or wouldn't have made that block, um, Jota would have gone through and scored because he would have been one on one with uh, Ramsdale, wouldn't he, Nick? No, Ramsdale would have saved that easy. <laughs> He'd have saved that without even trying and then it have wound up the bloody cop. I think that was the cop end. I think that was the... I don't know. They both the same end to me. I mean, yeah, just... But that doesn't matter whether the player is going to score. It's just a goal-scoring opportunity. You know, it's like we've had players sent off for denying a goal-scoring opportunity at halfway. And I think, you know, I've had like someone like Shamak who gets taken off and it's a penalty two yards out and he doesn't get sent off because he's like, Jack, um, you know, Shamak ain't never going to score, is he? So, but that's, like I say, it's just the opportunity. So, yeah, he's not a bad first- guy, that shot. He had a good first first six months, did old Shamak. Yeah, he did. And then... um, Fell apart. Well, no, because Van Persie came back and had his decent 18 months with us before he went to United. And and then Wenger just dropped him completely, didn't he? Because I remember he started off really well. Yes. um, Oh, here we go. Phil Mack is going right, bringing out Lord Benner out of retirement. DT... 247. Nanu Nanu Cheeky Monkeys, Liverpool drawing the Gunners, felt like a win. We need to beat them at the carpet. Well, if anyone's thinking we can get new players in by um, Sunday week, I'm sure we've got a register, had to have registered them by midday tomorrow. Is it midday tomorrow? Yeah. For a Wednesday and midday Thursday for a Saturday, is that right? Midday Friday for a. For all for weekend games, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Uh, DT, do you uh, to say nanny nanny cheeky monkeys? That's that's old school. That's back from the olden days when I used to say that. So you must have been listening for years. That's very good. And <laughs> uh, um, one goal would have, yeah, one goal would have killed us. We were just talking while you were away for him that um, would uh, Jota have gone through and scored if um, if uh, Xhaka wouldn't have taken him out. He would have gone through and had a shot. I mean. That's for sure. I, I don't know what happened in that situation as well, why Ramsdale kind of came out and then backed off. That was a bit of a, a weird one because he's usually quite decisive when he when he comes out. But as you pointed out, he was then he was a bit indecisive quite a, a few times tonight. Was was yeah. good old Mister Ramsdale. That um, that atmosphere must have been very intimidating for all of them. Uh, Kaiser, <laughs> Kaiser, so saying that in Hanu. <laughs> you know when people have been watching a long time when they when they say that. Right, let's move on from the Jacker thing. We can't uh, do it all all night. Uh, about three minutes later, we took Eddie off for holding. Um, Nick, was that a good move? Uh, well, because then we go from a four-two-three-one to a five-three-one, which occasionally went to a five-one-three when we were attacking. And Lukonga was in midfield, going full ESR of his sock. He's at his shades, um, socks right down by his ankles, nearly. Didn't really do much in midfield, but didn't do anything bad. But uh, yeah, were you? Uh, did you think that was the right idea to go full defensive? Yeah, I mean, Lacazette's always going to put more of a shift in, you know, in midfield with his back to goal than what Eddie would have done anyway. I think Eddie would have just got bullied off the pitch with um, Virgil and the other, I forgot the other one, was it Matip? I think Eddie just got bullied out of the game and just been completely isolated. And what were we going to, it's not like we were going to play long balls up to him, you know, for a counter. I mean, he's never going to win nothing against, you know, (laughs) Van Dyke in the air. So that's probably for the best. I mean, that's not the worst to sit, you know, if you're going to sacrifice someone, I think if you had to choose between him or Lacazette, I would have definitely took Eddie off. Yeah, he's, he still looks like he still looks like a child playing grown-up football when he plays mm-hmm. for us. It's it's quite weird, you know. He's, I think, a, a lot of the blame has to go on us for recalling him from his loan and not sending him out on loan. 
he just looks so raw still. And when he's playing against any decent team, he has absolutely zero threat. So as Nick said, once you're down to 10 men, you know, um, it was a, I, I didn't expect us to go three at the back, which was a bit different because Sambi Lakonga, bless him, just had to sit in the midfield all by himself, basically, for the whole game. Yeah. No one's talked to him. <laughs> yeah. so, there it goes. There it goes. There it's, oh, it's over me. It's beside me. I don't think it's actually. You cannot talk. He played, he played quite well, actually. though, to be fair. Yeah, um, give him that. yeah I, I thought he, he did quite well. So, literally, you know, I wasn't, you know, and then obviously with um, with Rob Holden, he, he literally sat in the centre between um, Gabriel and 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 Ben White, which is also a, a, a tactical change. And, and Holden actually looked better in that position than he has in the last few games because he didn't have to, you know, come out with the ball and carry the ball like he has, you know, he's been doing when he's playing in the back four. He, he could literally just be a sweeper, a stopper, just anything that comes his way, he just blocks it. And we've seen Holden do that before in the, in the FA Cup final and stuff like that. And, you know, he, he's very good at that. Holden would be a good defender for a Burnley, uh, you know, those types of teams. He would excel <laughs> in those teams, you know, a team where all you have to do is just put your body on the line. West Ham. Up, well, yeah. him up a little bit. Burnley are going down. Uh, yeah, but I can see him playing for Burnley okay. <laughs> on the short dash. <laughs> Maybe Newcastle, but I think he's definitely... Um, <laughs> did really really well tonight. As for touches, Lukonga touched the ball forty-one times. Ramsdale forty-four. White and Lukonga forty-one. They were the highest. Oh, and Chambers fifty-two. Not bad considering Chambers fifty-two touches. And when did Chambers come on? He came on after eleven minutes. Wow, that's pretty impressive. And Tavares touched it five times. And Jacker only touched it nine. And Eddie he touched only ball nine times in the whole game. Yeah, Jacker. That's quite surprising because he seemed to be involved quite a lot. I think if that's touches of the ball, not other players, if we other players, yeah. that would have been a lot higher. <laughs> so, um, yes, where are we off to now with my notes? It is, uh, went defensive, 70, go for the 27th to the 71st minute. Because the rest of that time, it's just us defending magnificently. And me thinking, I don't know, half an hour to go, 25 to go, 22. We can't hold this on. And then pumping balls into the, into the um into our box but then it was quite early late on before um, Liverpool even got a shot on target which was I think we had one and they had none going into about the 70th minute of the game give or take a couple of minutes so uh, Nick 71st minute Kieran Tierney down the left wide high cross into the box looked like a little bit of a hit and hope and Saka gets to it brings it down and it gets round the defender but uh, gets stopped by Alisson uh, was your heart in your mouth at that point because I thought whoa this looks yeah. good. Yeah, I thought, oh, hello, we're going to nick this. And, I mean, that just proves why they spent the money on that keeper. I mean, we said earlier with Ramsdale. I know Ramsdale's a bit younger. Like, that split-second, like, indecisiveness. If he'd have been indecisive and sort of, you know, went, stopped and then went again, Saka would have buried it. So that's just that's just raw experience and, and talent from Alisson, how he got out there and and blocked it. I mean, that was really good for Saka, how he brought that down and managed to actually sort of get the shot off. But, you know, on another day, that could have deflected off between the pair of them and gone in. And, and But that didn't, that went out. Did it go out for a corner or a goal kick? Definitely not a corner. I don't um, even remember us getting a corner in the second half. No, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, I didn't go in the net, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, Saka... You know, lad, he always seems to be in the right place at the right time. I see Carl is doing some moderating in the chat, and I see Phil Mack has got around the swear field. Uh, normally, we don't mind you swearing, but there's been some morons on Twitter coming in here and being shitbags. So uh, we've got the uh, the YouTube swear job in my field. You can swear as much as you want, people. You can find a way around the swearing if you want. We don't mind. But Carl has a finger of steel and he is deleting your message if they're, if they're nasty. He won't put up with any of that shenanigans because he's eight foot five and an angry man. And he, I don't think he's been out of room in anyone's journey to work for quite a while, so he's taking it out a new lot. So uh, good luck. Um, Formerly Nosa says, without Salah and Mano, they look like a poor man's man city. <laughs> oh, that is, uh, that's, that's a good point. I like that. Um, Does anyone else have another point about that before I move on to, I think I've got one more note. 
No, there was not much going on. Uh, Liverpool had zero shots, which was quite surprising. Zero oh, shots they, on target. They man, when, yeah. I, I think we had one, didn't we? On target. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. apparently they had one. Jones had one. Yeah, I mean, quite... uh, when I'm talking about in that period, yeah, but that oh, must have been okay. quite late as well because yeah. even eighty something minute they had zero shots on target. Yeah, I remember looking at that thinking, how the hell have we had one more? But that was Saka. Thank you, Doki. Right, my last note that I've got because it's mainly defensive. Tavares on for Saka. Um, Femi, did you have any idea what was wrong with Saka? Did he have a touch of the Gary yeah. Lineker's at the World Cup '82 or '86 yeah. or whatever it Looked was? Like Looks like he had the bummy tummy. He was, um, yeah, he came over for some tablets, didn't he? Um, <laughs> that's what the doctor asked for when he, he came on. So hopefully he's not he's not injured. Um, he, oh man, Jack, Saka, Lacazette and Martinelli ran themselves to the ground today. They yeah. were absolutely shattered. You see Martinelli at the end of the game. They had to pick him off, off of the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's like so. the Man City game again. Yeah, we are. We are. We've been through it. It's quite interesting that we, at the moment, if we don't make the final next week, touch wood, we do. We've only got two games in February. Imagine that. With all this congestion that we have of fixtures right now, we would only have two fixtures in February. Have you ever known that for Arsenal before? Why? Any idea why that is? It's not just all postponements, is it? It's because we're not in the FA Cup. Not in the FA Cup. Not in Europe. And also, there's a little mini break, isn't there? Um, oh, international break. Yeah, there's a, a minor for these playoff games and South American qualifiers. So actually, some of our players are going because Gabriel got called up to Brazil, didn't he? So he was immense tonight, wasn't he? he was. That first half, it looked like there was three of him. It looked like he'd gone full matrix. <laughs> uh, just looking at the, the fixtures, like you were saying for February. 10th of February away at Wolves. The Chelsea one's postponed because they're at the World Club Cup Championship yep. final thing, which is nonsense. Probably been played on the moon. The 19th, nine days later, we've, we're at home to Brentford. And then that is it because the Liverpool game has been postponed. And yep. the, the final is on the 27th of February. So we'll have a game on the 10th, the 19th and the 27th. And then we don't play again until the 5th of March. That really does look good, doesn't it? It does, but I love watching Arsenal play. I'm, I'm not used to... <laughs> I know, I've been looking forward to it. First time in years, you're going, oh, come on, I want to play again. I think maybe, because a lot of Arsenal fans were complaining that, oh, that game shouldn't have been called off. I think that game being called off did us a favour. Got rid of the fixture congestion. Cause, uh, but then I think a lot of people were like us going, oh, but I want to see us play. And I want to see us play. What's better than watching Arsenal play? At the moment, Mis- very little. Misery or... or- or joy, what's better? Uh, yes, um, right. So, uh, what other point was I going to make about that? Um, yeah, Nick Tavares did all right, didn't he? It, the we've seen that a couple of times this season the Tavares Tierney, um, left back combination, left back wing, left wing, whatever, playing down the left together. And a couple of times they were shouting at each other. And, and I mean, while I mentioned while I'm thinking about it, Bob Holding was that he's marshalling that defense, shouting and screaming at everybody. That's fantastic. But what do you think to uh, Tyranny left back, Tavares left wing back, Nick? Do you think that's got legs? Yeah, I mean, he's a good player, Tavares. I mean, he started the season because Tyranny was injured. And to be honest, other than a, I think there was a couple of mistakes against Liverpool in that game, which he's going to make at his age. I think he did actually really well and didn't do too much wrong. And obviously, he had the little hissy fit on Sunday where which I think was a bit harsh hooking him like that. I don't know if he said something to Arteta, but it's really good that he's brought him back so quickly on the bench and brought him on, you know, just to prove that they've sorted it. Because, you know, if if you have a bit of a tiff between the manager and the players and stuff like that, sort it out and move on. Because we didn't obviously didn't want another Gwen Doozy situation, did we, where you know, they just can't sort it out for whatever reason behind the scenes. But I mean, he did all right. I do, I do really like Tavares and I'm happy if him or, I mean, I prefer Tierney to play over him, but if we have, I mean, Pepe's gone. So if we have to have someone, you know, especially the last like 15, 20 minutes, you know, to just sort of, you know, have a little bit of attacking threat, 
on the left wing, you know, but also help cover for Kieran Tierney. I'm happy he was playing there. Hmm. Do you agree, Fem? Yeah, yeah, why not? I mean, we've literally got no players left anyway, <laughs> so who else was going to come on? Um, the one thing I was calling for is when, when injury time went up, um, Liverpool were kind of building up a little head of steam, weren't they? And um, a more experienced manager would have just made a change at that point. But I guess it kind of worked out because then there was no more added time, I guess. But a more experienced manager just makes a change to just just slow down the momentum that they had. But, um, you know, I mean, it's good for him to come on, I guess, straight away and just put that, 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 that stupidness behind him. Um, that happened on Sunday. So, it, you know, it's, it's good to just get straight back on the saddle and know that the manager trusts you. That is, uh, yeah, I agree with that. Um, Phil Macker, we are now 14 days into the transfer window. And again, I fail to understand why deals aren't being done. Nick, any idea about that? Because that is something. And also, Wilshire, uh, we need him even more than ever, though, don't we? Because if we're, I doubt very much we're going to sign anybody and get them used to the way we play and get training sessions in before the NLD. And who, who better than Jack Wilshire to come in? start the North London derby, marshal the players to a win, maybe even score a screamer from the halfway line. I think I've slightly got carried away with that there. You've got me very excited, Danny. I've got a semi on now, to be honest. There's a think Jack coming back for the weekend. But to be honest, that is a no-brainer. I mean, we've had people training and we've give short-term deals before. You know, obviously, Omri, uh, I think Sol Campbell, didn't we give him six months as well? Yeah. You and know, he so back and scored in the Champions League, I think. Exa- exactly. And the thing is, though, he knows he's been training with, with us for a few months. So he knows all Arteta's like, game plans and what all the shouting on the touchline means. He understands Arsenal. He knows how we play and he's there. I don't know why we haven't give him, you know, just give him a four-month deal or whatever till the end of the season. Because, I mean, he did that silly video, didn't he, uh, on social media where he was like, oh, I'm fit and ready, open to offers, not Tottenham. I was like, well, obviously. But, yeah, I mean, I know that's more of a podcast thing than this, but to let to know that party was going and to let, you know, make the Niles go out on loan, even though he doesn't play him, and then obviously El Nene's gone as well, is leaving himself very short. I mean, we've got a little Lukonga. I mean, I feel sorry for him because he's only been there, what, four or five months. So I feel like he's gone to work and on his first day and he's working in a shop and all of a sudden he's turned around. He's the only person in the shop and everyone's just left him and there's like 50 customers in front of him shouting at me. He's like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? But yeah, I mean, I don't think we could get anyone in. I mean, who can we get in? Other than Jack, who could come I mean, you guys straight are, in. You guys are being very generous with Jack. When last did Jack play? He hasn't played since... When? Who did he play for? Bournemouth. In the this season? Yeah. No, he, went he was on, released he went last on a season. Short term, a six-month contract towards the end of last season to help yeah, them with so their playoff. He hasn't played since last May. <laughs> he's, he hasn't played since last May. There's no chance that he's... He's playing anytime soon. Well, you look at, like we were saying before the show, Chambers hasn't played since the 26th of October. Look what he's come in and done. That's what, best part of three months about a game. I don't know. He hasn't had a pre-season. He hasn't had any under-23 games. I see someone else put in, I've seen this about Aziz a few times coming back. Listen, the kid couldn't even get in the Portsmouth team. (laughs) There's no way he has had some. I have heard that Jack, because he's been on um, Talk Sport, he has played in some behind closed doors, friendlies, and things. All I'm saying is for me, I know Matt's sharpness, and we're all saying it with you know rose tinted glasses. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to bring someone in new, they've got to learn the system and to play. And by the time they get ready, party will be back, and then he'll be back. Jacker will then come back and then get sent off again. I'm just saying, in a sh- if a, you know that is the easy option, and I think you know if you weigh it all up, that's probably the best option we could do. Unless, I mean, I don't know who we'd buy, you know, someone to replace Shaka now and go out and spend 50, 60 million 
on who you know to bring forward who we were maybe thinking of buying in the summer. Do you know what the best thing we can do is get this game called off, pull a fast one like everyone else has done. <laughs> Don't be the nice guys. <laughs> yeah, that would uh, that would definitely help the situation. Um, right. Uh, Anybody in the chat got any questions? We've already got a couple here. We've uh, been we're going to end in about five or six minutes. These gentlemen have got to go to bed. Um, Nick uh, from formerly knows uh, could a back three be an option for the North London derby? No, because I think all our, one of our defenders, centre half, is going to have to play at right back. But I don't think we need to play three at the back against them. I mean, I heard that, well, whether or not they make a miraculous recovery, apparently Sun's definitely out. Harry Kane, did he come off because he was holding his knee in the Chelsea game yesterday? I saw that on the Twitter, he was holding his knee. So I was like, he could be injured. And even if he's not, he's not exactly playing well. I don't think we need to play three at the back against that lot, how, that, how good they've been pretty much all season. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't think so. Um we're 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 gonna have to probably move, like you said, one of the defenders, shift them around. Hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, we get our Tommy Asu and um, our uh, Emil Smith Rowe back for Sunday. Maybe they will be held back for that. Hopefully, um, Tommy's had a few injuries recently, which is a bit unfortunately unfortunate, I would say. But he did come in straight from international duty and play non-stop for about three months straight so that was always coming so hopefully we can get smith roll back for the weekend maybe right with you femi next question from mr waffles uh, does jacko walk right back into the side after his suspension <laughs> of course on one leg he walks straight back in we don't have any of we don't have a lot of options in, in midfield first of all secondly <laughs> he's Arteta's guy Arteta just trusts him and let's be honest the team does somehow tick when he's there I don't know how I don't know what he does that's great but we just seem to tick especially in an attacking sense when he's there so but yeah no he'll he'll walk straight back in but should he well the question said does he Uh, should he (laughs) should he no I was all for Xhaka leave I was I was my mind was convinced that he should have left last summer. I was so convinced. Was yeah, exactly. And I heard Mourinho still wants him at Roma, but for this season, I mean, should he? Yes, because we've got nothing else. It's either just play no midfielders or put him straight back in. How do you feel about that, Nick? And uh oh, after that, uh Femme, I've got another quick question for you. Go on, Nick. Yeah, he's, of course he will. I mean, he was out for so many months and he had like one training session and he's straight back in against Everton. And like I say, he's been, and then he's, he was already sent off, what, so that's twice this season. And it's just, that's just strange, like I said earlier, how we get to when we know two of our midfielders are going to go out to AFCON. You know, we send another one out on loan. And we haven't signed anyone, and there's there's like like there's no one else to play. So I don't know even know who's going to who's going to play Sunday. Well, we've got the Conga and maybe Odegaard, who hasn't really done well playing, you know, deeper in oh, midfield. God, I don't COVID. know who else is going to play COVID. there. He has COVID, so he's not available. He has COVID, so let's say Callum Chambers, but he might now have to play. At right back, so it's going to be it's going to be an interesting lineup on Sunday. Yes, Fem. Uh, what has the atmosphere at the stadium been like with about Jack when he came back, and what do you think it's going to be like? Will you be at the second leg against Liverpool? No, because I promised I would be on here, didn't I? No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, I'll be on here. I don't usually go to League Cup games, to be fair. Yeah. Um, it's not part of the season ticket, and I cannot be bothered to spend any more money. Watching Arsenal, to be honest. Um, end up in Jacker's pocket. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, it's been good. Atmosphere. Generally, this season has been the best atmosphere since I've been for at least six or seven years that I've been going. Like, generally, there's not been... To be fair, it's helped that we've been winning at home, but there's not been many games that we've left with booze. Let's put it like that. Or there's been booze at half-time 
or players getting booed. The groans have even calmed down quite a lot as well. The, the groaning, oh, you know, and they get the ball and they don't pass. And as for Xhaka, there's been a few games, um, a couple of games, that he's been the last man off the pitch as well, clapping the fans, which is very unusual. There was a, a, a what game was it? West Ham game. He played in that game, didn't he? Yeah, he was the the he was he had the captain's armband by the end of the game, and he was the last man off the pitch clapping the fans, and the fans were clapping him back. So generally, he's you know he's still got goodwill. But I mean, I'm looking at my group chat from the guys that that sit around me in my block block one thirty two, and they are not. They've had enough. Everyone's had enough. They're just like you know what? It's just not worth it anymore. Yeah, Femi, were you at the City game a couple of weeks ago? I was, I was, yeah. I mean, I was actually coming through on the TV. I've never heard, like, for a long time, like, the supporters just so united and together. You could just hear them so clearly, like, the chanting and stuff. Like, I haven't heard, you know, you know, through the... I mean, when I've been there, where most of it hasn't been very, you know, loud at all, most of the games I've been to, but... You know, I haven't I haven't heard them like that through the TV for a long time, probably like I say, well, years. Then, yeah, but then if you look at the way they play tonight, look at the list. Did you hear our away fans tonight? By the way, they were absolutely magnificent yeah. through the they whole were, game. As usual. And what gives you that is the players are fighting. You know, yeah. the players are fighting now. That's all we've always said. As long as the players give a hundred percent, then the fans. You know what can you complain about? If it's not, if it's about ability, that's different. But if it's about effort, and they give, they they're giving a hundred percent in majority of the games now, which is something that's different. We've got more determined characters now: the Ben Weiss, Ramsdale, Gabriel, and the fans. Fans will always feed off of that. You know, when you see great atmospheres in in other stadiums, it is because the players. The fans can identify and, and and with the players. Once you identify with the players, then that's that's the main thing, you know. So even someone like Xhaka, once you're you know against Man City, we're down to ten men. He puts in a shift, you know. They put in a shift. The fans react, and like you're saying, against Man City was the first time no one around me left, and they applauded the players off the pitch in a defeat. When last did that happen? I think we we need to just get back to that stage as as mm. Arsenal fans where we're not Wenger in, Wenger out and all of that stuff anymore. Just just United fan base and things will move. Things will shift. Well said, Femi. Well said. Right, two more quick questions. Um, I don't think we can really answer this one and do it any kind of justice from K-Man. How do you feel about Project Youth? If you had to describe your feelings in one word, Nick, what would it be? Um... Essential. Essential. Oh, like some essential oils from uh, from Avon. Not Teddy. Yeah, why not? I don't think Avon Teddy sells essential oils. Fem, describe our, how you feel about our youth project in one word. Um, excited. I'm going to say titillated because it's going to be fantastic. And Maneeb has said, uh, what is the minimum numbers of players required for an EPL game? Now with Xhaka suspended and Saka maybe doubtful, add to that um, Cedric, can probably fake an injury there. Uh, considering all of those remain out, do we have enough? I don't know the answer to that. Do either of you? I think it's 14, isn't it? But then yeah. it's 14, I think, is the rule, but suspension doesn't count towards those 14 so um yeah i think you have to have 11 and three subs don't three you subs. And then you can like have make, make up the rest with under 20 21 players hmm that's an interesting question that will uh no doubt be coming up for everton and ours and liverpool and uh well i don't know leicester got their game called off and i saw that they they put out a team on saturday and all of a sudden three days later they can't play the game in the premier league Avon says 13 outfield players plus one goalkeeper. So that would be... Uh, that's 14. So that's going to be uh, three subs. Starting 11 and three well, you subs. you just put those same youth players you put on the bench tonight, back on the bench, or four youth players. But then, you've, like you said, you've lost Cedric, so that's another player out. Um, you lost Xhaka, that's another player out. So are you going to put another two youth players on the bench? We've got you're basically down to nothing. 
you can't even make any subs at that point. You, you'll get. Would to you the still point play? Where... Even I mean, obviously, if that goes absolutely stupid and six or seven of the t- people who play tonight test positive and they can't turn up, but would you take who everyone we've got now minus Shaka and just play the game for? You know, if they haven't got Son and Harry Kane may or may not be injured, would you rather play them now? Yeah, I see, I see your point, but we're basically, I mean, down to bare bones isn't even <laughs> isn't even it right now. We're we're literally living on scraps right now. We've got we've got nothing, and I I don't know. You for me, like, what do you even do? Like in a, like when you try to see. Like I can't even. As a manager, how do you even see out of the smoke right now? You've literally got no players. I've never seen a situation like that at, at Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal Wenger's had some injury crisis, but nothing like this where you've you've literally got. I mean, who's who's left on the bench? Leno, Pablo Mari, Tavares. Who else was there? Because uh, a couple of youth players. That was it. You players, yeah, that's it. Well, he's just waiting for Saturday afternoon. He could just get a memo come back. Oh, by the way, these ten players have all tested positive. You haven't got any. You haven't got anyone. There's nothing he could do about it, is he? Yeah, I, I don't. I just don't know what the rules are because teams seem to just say, "Oh, we're closing down our training ground and call off our game," and then it's like, "Well, okay, how many?" Test you, we don't even know. Oh, yeah, they're false positives, or oh, no, they're not even COVID. Some are, we've only got we three. We closed our train, training ground, they'll tell us to go next door to Watford. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, like science says, any above, anybody above the age of 20 is making our bench. Uh, final question. Nothing to do with football. It is from K Man. He says, Nick, what is your most prized game behind you? Oh, I have oh, it's too many, but you say Resident Evil, I'm kicking you out. <laughs> no, they're not that. So I don't, um, I've got quite a few like, um, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess on GameCube. That's quite a rare one. I've got a few Pokemon games that were three, four hundred quid. Oh, well, you will leave his postcode in the comments, people, if you want to go around and steal all of his stuff. <laughs> Um, right, there you go. That's it. Won't take any more questions um, because we've been just over the hour or oh, seven minutes past, and I've only had a tin of, tuna, tin of soup and a tin of tuna to eat today, and a banana and an apple, and I think I might pass away. Right, thank you very much to everybody who has joined us in the chat. We had about 120 odd people watching at some time. It's nice to be back, and nice that you lot have come and joined us. Uh, we will be back on Sunday for a preview show an hour and a quarter before the game. And that gives me enough time to edit it, upload it to the usual places. And then we will be back 10 minutes after the game. Uh, Nick is with me and I'm not sure who else is with me. And uh, maybe if we win, there'll be two or three of us. If we won't, it's just Nick on his own. Just going through his game collection and burning them. To I'll do it. <laughs> in celebration. Nick, where can people find you if they love the cut of your jib? Yeah, I'm on um, Twitch and Twitter at Nick Fights, and I play all different types of games that you hate, Danny. Shit games. That's it. And then, Fem, where can I find you? Because uh, we don't put our at in our names anymore, do we? We're beyond that because uh, no one cares. Oh, yeah, at Femstar82. Good. And do you know the other 81 Femsters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have... Um... <laughs> A group chat. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah, lovely. Oh, as usual, we'll end the show with Formula Nosa. Carpenter out! See you all before and after the Spurs game, people. Thank you very much and good night. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>